It's Wildy. I don't think it's a coincidence that the corporation design is set up for you to give them 30 years, like 30, 40 years of you, and then you put this money away in a 401k where you get to an age where you don't have as much vigor, you don't have as much strength, or you, you don't have as much uh, stamina, and then that just happens to be the amount of time it's supposed to take you to save the amount of money you need to retire. Why is it so perfect like that? Welcome to the Wild D Podcast, where our primary goal is to keep you informed and to be your central point of contact for what's happening around us. And anytime we get a chance, we like to give you something to think about. So if you're new to the show, we cover a wide range of topics from society to sobriety, from the culture to the vultures, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Today's discussion is part two of Six Figures to Bigger Figures with Alan Leslie, and we get into where we put our finances, financial freedoms, how and when he decided to explore that thing inside himself, asking, what about my dream? Now remember, this is a three-part series, so stay locked in. We have a lot to talk about. And while you're at it, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you, so thank you for your support your feedback, and your ratings. Now let's get into it. Now for me, because I am trained in business and as an accountant, I am by nature somewhat, uh, dare I say, a, a believer or a participant of capitalism, right? Dare I say. Uh, but because of my background, I do understand that it's not all about that. that there is a social aspect to, to what I see and what I understand what my belief system of what being a good human being is. Uh, so with that being in mind, I just know there's some things that I may or may not achieve. I may not get to this, right? Like when I left my, uh, not my last job, the one prior to, I made it clear in my head, okay, you, you're, never, you're probably never gonna be that executive position in this company because now you've chosen your family over this thing. And you have to be happy with yourself. And I was not happy with myself at that time because I was miserable. But at the time I made that decision, all the bills were being paid. Uh, we were going on vacations. Maybe we were going to go to Jamaica, go to St. Thomas. We, we want to go. We want to go to New York for the weekend. Psh, let's go. Easy money. And we're going, we're going places. If I want something, I just buy it. Uh, but I wasn't happy because I wasn't seeing my daughter. And that's what really did it. I was working uh, six days, sometimes seven days a week. I was working at 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock sometimes. And I would only see my daughter in the morning when I was time to drop her off to school or daycare or something. And then one morning when I picked her up, when I was getting her ready to take her to uh, school, she hugged me and she said, Dad, I miss you. And it broke me down. And I was like, what am I doing? Because my father, he, I wouldn't see him either. Because he would work what they call bankers hours, you know. Uh, no disrespect to Pops, Pops was also a rolling stone, you know what I mean? So he was also doing his thing too. So I wasn't seeing dad like that. And it was a treat to see him on the weekends. And I was like, it should not be a treat for my child to see me. So that was a very, you know, a very designated, delineated line that I said, I'm going to, I'm not crossing over this line. So I, this is not going to, whatever I, I do is going to have to be where I have that flexibility to 
be uh, with my family and, and, and be present in my daughter's life, not my children's life. So there's that. Um, then it's also, the thing is money isn't everything. Money is a tool, right? So money is a tool. Like for, for, so you use money to do things. You use money to, to buy things, to have a home or a shelter over your head, to eat food, to have experiences or whatever, what have you. So if that's, if money is a tool and it, you should use money, don't let money use you, right? You have to understand, like, I'm gonna, I need to use money then you can define what's the dollar amount that's going to make me be at the place where I'm comfortable, where I could do what I want to do. And so that's what people should, you know, so every number, everybody's number is going to be different. You know, for me, uh, my number is, I don't know if I just say what my number is right now, maybe y'all, y'all catch me in a couple of years, like my number is, but, uh, you know, it, it's, Inside the information, man. Don't let them know yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so everyone has their own number of what that is, you know. So I'm working towards that number where I can have that level of, of comfort and still have, still be Alan, still be who I am, still be true to myself without losing who I am. Uh, and then, hey, look, I'll be, I'll just keep it 100% real. I've been in positions where I've had, Five dollars in my bank account, and where I've had ten G's in my bank account, I sleep better with ten G's. You know what I'm saying? I sleep better. It just, it just, it's a bit more. There's a, 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 a kind of a security, in a sense, or, or free of thought. Like, hey, God forbid, if, if I just need some, I can just get it. That doesn't mean I should do it, but like, you know, I operate more freely. Right, and we should all be operating in a place of abundance. I am a big believer of that. So, if you operate in a place of, of abundance, uh, even if you don't see it physically, you have to think that way because it will manifest itself in the universe. So, I, I'm all about abundance and having that. Um, dare I say, I don't want to say security, but having that that those resources available is consistent with me living my life in abundance. So I, I love what you said, and, and there's a couple of things I want to call out about it. Uh, and, and clearly, I went to direction for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. We, you know, unfortunately, I did grow up here in, in the U.S., and I was brought up under the principal concept of the American dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what I didn't realize young was the American dream isn't for everyone That's who right. is here. Right. So that means at some point you have to redefine what your dream is, what success looks like. And, and I wanted to make sure we talked about that because there are so many people that I know who are pursuing these phenomenal things. They're achieving at a high rate, but their family, their children aren't seeing mm-hmm. right. They're not involved. And I think about when, when COVID really, really hit and how parents are on the line to be the parents for their children, be the teachers for their, be the, all of these hats you're now wearing that you didn't have to wear before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What does it look like? And I'm watching other parents who still put their children into daycares, into schools, because they're just not comfortable trying to be that for their kids. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this is a great opportunity. We actually get to be the resource for all the information our children get. To me, there's no, there's no better place to be in than to be the one that's providing that information, that foundation. Yeah. And, and when I look at wealth and, and the pursuit of it, the question I always ask is, 
why am I pursuing this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and Finn will tell you this, you know, me and Finn, we've, oh man, we, we've had conversation after conversation after conversation. And my pursuits within the organization that we're a part of where we met, I was chasing a dollar amount. Yeah. And my wife actually checked me as mm-hmm. I was going for this different position. And she was like, well, why do you need that amount? Mm. We're fine good, with this amount. It's a good challenge. Yeah. It's a good challenge. That's good. She's like, we're fine with this amount. We get to move how we want to move. Mm-hmm. Everything's mm-hmm. taken care of. We have what you said. We have that abundance. Yeah. So if you don't get this amount, what does it mean? Right. And, and I think it's also, while anybody is pursuing a goal, it's so important to hear the flip side of that, which is goals that you set up here, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. However, the character goals that you set for yourself yeah. should always be far superior to any financial goal because what happens if you get fired? What happens if that company goes under? Right. And that's when you see people start taking their lives, unfortunately, because they're not mentally equipped to deal with that. And the thing about that, I would say, and that's a very good point, is now we're talking financial independence, right? That's my goal, right? My goal is to not need the nine to five, right? Where I'm depending on me. So I'm growing my own firm. Let's see CPN consulting. I'm yeah. investing my own money. I, I invest my own retirement dollars in the companies that I do research on. I have a non-retirement account that I invest that I do research on, that I do. I have rental property, right, that I manage currently. So this like where I'm becoming my own enterprise where right now it's the lion's share of my nine to five, but it's not the only share, right? And you, once you grow that where I don't need it, I'm there, financial independence. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You gave him too much game. You got got, got to slow walk some people. Slow walk some people. You said, I, a lot of times, I heard 401k. I heard rental properties. Yeah. I even heard uh, your own business and how you're doing it as well, right? So walk, walk us through that evolution. Like, how did you get from okay, um, I'm going, I got this job, I want, uh, I guess I can't have this hairstyle like this guy over here, right, this buzz cut, or this uh, flips comb over, right? Exactly, Um, yeah, good old boy cut. To now, uh, yeah, you know what, let me go ahead and start my own thing. I think I'm in a good space to make sure that I have financial freedom, and then I can manage my resources to better my situation, and also my family situation for the future. Like, how did that come across? Is that same? Is that from the same conversation you had with your daughter that morning? Or? You know, no. You know, that's a very good point too. Um, and allow me to, um, as I articulate this, you know, keep me on track. Okay, so I don't, I don't go off too much on track. But first, the importance at that point was like having, being able to be there for my daughter, and that's why I said I have to leave this this, this situation. And I went to the, another situation that. I got the time, but now it wasn't fulfilling the other part of me where I, I wanted more work. Because I, I, I was accustomed to going like 95, 100 miles an hour. And I came, I started going 60. And that wasn't the, the environment for me either. Right. And I, I wasn't, it just, it wasn't a good fit for me. Just that the, the company, uh, the way it was designed and everything. Now I'm in a position where, and, and throughout all of this, Right, even though I was very successful at a different company and everything else, I always felt there was something else missing. And this is why I started Six Figures and Bigger Figures. I always felt like 
in my heart of hearts that there is a bigger calling for me. There's something else, like something would tell me on the inside, you know, Alan, there's something else out there. This isn't, this ain't it. You're doing all right, but there's something else out there. There's more for you. And through that process of discovery, I said, you know, let me start my own business. You know, and I was never, I never grew up being entrepreneurial. I remember Dwayne, Dwayne's always entrepreneurial. He was that hustler. I, I never really, I didn't really have that per se. And um, I started maybe in 2017, I believe. Uh, I say, I'm gonna, it was before that. Anyway, I, I'm gonna start my own little cons CPA consultant firm. Let me, let me start with that. I got to the point where um, I needed to, <clears throat> I started my business to try to find what that thing is I was feeling inside of, like whatever this thing is to, to explore that. And I started doing people's taxes. And then uh, from there, uh, it, felt, it felt good getting that first dollar that I generated like on my own. Um, and I like to help people, I like to meet people. So it, it helped me explore that avenue. Uh, then it was, I still felt there was something else, right? And it's only about two years ago, I came to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna tell people my story. And I think what I know, I'm onto it, I'm onto something. Because the universe is, is you know, God is, has been blessing me ever since I made that, that move and started to do things of that nature. And, and I'm being blessed through relationships, through, um, through finances. You know, I'm, I'm seeing uh, immediate impacts from, from the time I've started doing these different ventures. So back to, like, why I left. I left to have more time. To, to, for my family and to do things I want to do. And then now at this current juncture, I'm making maybe 50% more in, I'm bringing in 50% more income now than I was when I was at that company, uh, the Fortune 50 company. And I have the time. So you can do both. It, it doesn't mean you have to give it one for the other. You can do both. And I think once you're in that vein, and you're hitting it, and you're where you need to be. You'll you'll be rewarded for it. You you'll get the fruits of, of, of where of where you're going. And that's to me is like a confirmation that hey, yeah, you you're going the right way. So Alan, so I'm hearing a few things in what you're saying, and I just want to like make sure that I'm hitting it right because I I don't want I want you to own your story, especially with me and my summarizing. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm hitting it the right way. One thing I hear is that. Hey, you weren't having time to do the things that you wanted to do because your dedication that I, I hear that you transitioned and now you had the time, but you weren't along with the compensation, but you weren't having that sense of fulfillment out of it. Right. Like, okay, I have to figure out what's missing and what was missing was the things that you would be able to do by starting your own. Like, okay, maybe yes. me working for somebody is good. Yeah. I'm okay with getting some type of financial gain, providing value internally, but I want to do it my way. And by me doing it my way, I'm able to nurture relationships, also help people out own my vulnerabilities instead of having to be somebody else, because right. typically working for somebody else or in those organizations, you're vulnerable as hell, but you're vulnerable right. with yourself. You're living right. with that vulnerability because you can't share that vulnerability with somebody with the like story, considering mm -hmm your background considering mm -hmm. your situation is totally different from everyone else there 
right? Yeah. Um, so from that perspective, you're like, okay, let me take this step. And by taking that step, you notice that you can achieve more and still have that same level yeah. of time, a free time ability, and also complete you in the areas of that fulfillment that you weren't getting with right. those other. I love it, man. I love it. It, it. it was seen too when I left that company. Like I got some side eye too, right? Because like you're gonna leave this Fortune 50 company. Like yeah, I think I have to, right? But the thing is, not only now am I making more money, I'm bringing more income overall. But my net worth, my net worth has grown since then as well. And I know for a fact it would not have happened had I stayed there. So it's this whole this uh, this discovery process. This the answers, all the answers that we're looking for is inside, man. And, there's a and, hmm? there's a part of me that um, I wouldn't say it's messy, but let's just call it what it is, man. It's messy. I like to figure out, like the I get the dirty facts, right? Mm-hmm. I think as you're going on this journey and you're partnering with some of these other companies, they notice what's going on, and I feel like they're like, man, how are you doing this? I feel yeah, like right. there's a part of that. Like, you have to tell me. Like, I don't know if that's something that I'm feeling, but I think in part of you sharing your story and you saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to be myself, that that's also frowned upon in certain, let's just say, air quotes, communities. Oh, right? yeah, right. Listen, bro, listen. <laughs> I was going through this whole process of, I mean, we don't have a camera right on right now, but this is how I want to dress, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I put my cap on, some t-shirt, nice and free, and I didn't, I didn't do that fully where at this corporation because I didn't want people to see me and have and judge me. And I got to a point where it's just like, you know, I'm I won't be I'm gonna have to just be me. You know, I have to be authentic to me. You know, I have to live with me. And in doing that process, like like I said, I feel as if I know that I'm being blessed for it. I'm seeing the fruits of it and I'm getting positive uh, affirmation and confirmation hey you're going in the right direction with this and uh so now it's like if i have if i'm building my own i have my own resources and then my own source of income who's going to tell me how you can't wait easies to this meeting no one is this is mine this is my meeting <laughs> i'm gonna do what i want to do right you know and i'm, and I'm not here to, meaning in the sense i'm not here to offend anyone else or you know uh, infringing anyone this is me and who i am and if you don't like who i am and what i'm bringing then peace then i don't need you in, i don't need you around here we, we're not supposed to be connected but it took me a while to be there right like this probably happened this other level of awakening or realization probably happened maybe in the last two years you know where i, I see where I'm more like, yo, I'm, I'm not going to like sacrifice who I am anymore. Like, I'm done with that. I'm off that. Uh, and it, again, in doing that, people are going to relate to what's real and what's authentic. And I think we need to go through, everyone needs to go through that discovery of finding out what that is. And once you find what that is, go down there and don't be afraid to dig and fall and trip because I'm still falling and tripping but I know at the end of it all I'm just going to be in a better place you know mm-hmm. the journey like I'm enjoying the journey right now and that's something I couldn't say for you know, for a couple of years now I'm in I'm enjoying the journey right now 
things are, things are going well right now. Uh, and I just want people to understand is as they see this journey that I'm doing, as I'm producing these videos and I'm trying to encourage people to take, take control of your finances, it's, it's not, it's all a part of you being who you are. Because once you have, we're in a country, this is America, okay? And this America is built on capitalism. And you may not, if you agree with it, you disagree with it, some people think it's the best thing in the world, some people think it's the worst thing in the world. I'm coming from, it is what it is. Here we are, this is how the country is built on. If you want to succeed in this country, you have to play the game. And if you don't play the game, you're gonna fall behind. Uh -oh. just, that's just how it is. It's just how it is. Uh oh, all right. And I, but you know what? We talk about playing the game, right? And I think no, the you game are on. Yeah, there's a different game that you're yeah. talking about, and that's what I love game. about it, right? Because yeah. the games that that we were actually when we talk about playing the game, we were talking about playing that corporate game and saying, "Hey, this doesn't fit me." Yeah. But the game you're talking about is the game of capitalism, the game of gaining assets over liabilities. Yes. Right. Yes, sir. And and that yes, sir. is a game that is not taught. That's why I appreciate what you're doing right now. But Joel, when I when I heard when I when I saw playing the game come out of Alan's mouth, I looked directly at you and I was like, Please. Oh hopefully I'm I'm able to like smooth that over. But I want to <laughs> give it to you, man. Go ahead. You know, I, I actually like that because there again, when we look at life, there's multiple games being so played. So, so you, you got to keep that in perspective. There's yeah. multiple games. The game that I don't really like or am not interested in is that corporate game. But understanding, like you said, assets versus liabilities, that's a totally different game where I don't look at it as a game being played, but game as an in information. So for me, it's a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will say this as far as um, it's funny you said, so I have a brother-in-law who's a consultant and he came to the term of like working like you own it. And when I was at uh, this at this corporation, Caterpillar, like I, I would work like I own it. Like I would, I would just say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna spend the time. I'm gonna get this right. If I, if I mess up with something, it would, it would really weigh on me really heavily because I cared. Like I really cared. I was passionate about it. I knew my like, the supervisors who managed me. They saw it, and I think this is this, this is why like, I, I rose in the ranks. But th there's a bit of a Dare I say, uh, I could be a bit of a cynic in a sense. I mean, I, maybe I call it being realism or being cynical, whatever, where I started to realize, like, if I go ahead and I give my best to something that I have no ownership in, I'm, I, I'm doing a disservice to my, I feel like I'm doing, I might be doing a disservice to myself or, or my family. You, you see what I'm saying? Because now I'm giving all of myself someone else's dream what about my dream right and then you then you step back and this may sound a little like you know high, like a little out there but like allow me to you know like maybe like high talk but, but stick with me for a minute right i don't think it's a coincidence that the corporation design is set up for you to give them uh let's see 30 years like 30 40 years right, of you, and then you put this money away in a 401k where you get to an age where you don't have as much vigor, you don't have as much strength, or you, you don't have as much uh, stamina, and then 
that's just happens to be the amount of time it's supposed to take you to save the amount of money you need to retire. Why is it so perfect like that? And when I start, when I step back and look at something like that, I say, this must be by design. And why are you designing Why? So if it's by design, then why is it by design? And I came, to me, the conclusion is it's set up for you to be dependent upon the system. And they tell you it takes, if you talk to some people in separate conversations, one financial advisor might tell him, he's told me this before, it's going to take about 30 years to kind of build up that savings that you need to retire. So, so you need to tell me that that number just, just so happens to match the amount of time that it averages for me to work at a corporation for someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, some, something is up, right? So because something is up, like I have to step back and I have to say, I, I get a, I need to break, I need to break out of this because now it seems like I am purposely here giving the best of myself doing my prime years to someone else. And I need to give the prime years and the best of me to Alan as well. And when you give the best of yourself to yourself and you dig intrinsically, that's when you really grow. And that's when I have started growing as a person, as a man, as a businessman, as a, you know, as, as a father is when I started like looking intrinsically and started betting on me a little more and started doing things um, more for myself in a sense. So that's why to do, to segue to what you're talking about doing, I decided to start managing my uh, 401k or my retirement account on my own. I decided to, I'm going to invest in stuff on my own. I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to do my own research, depend on me. And granted, it's kind of a cheat because 2020 was like a blip and everyone just kind of, you know, my daughter could have made money last year. But when I took over my own retirement account, it went up 70% when I took over my own retirement account. And because so you're able to control point, what you invest in, you know, you're, exactly. you're right. Not just so, put blanket money and let somebody exactly. else choose. And then they give you a certain exactly. percentage after they made all the money. Yeah, I got you. Exactly. You, you, yeah. you got to take control of, of your own, of your own resources, of your own assets. We got to take back control, man. And the problem is, is like, we, I think we give up too much control thinking we don't have a choice, but you have a choice. You know, so it's but that self-awareness and it's okay to work for someone else because I still work for someone else right now. That's all okay. Just be aware of what that entails. Mm-hmm. You know, hey. don't have any false pretenses of what that is because when I was leaving that great corporation and I was going through an emotional uh, decision to break up and everything, one of the top bosses of that company at a high level he said, like, what's wrong with you? I said, I just feel torn, man. Like, you know, I've given so much time here. And he said, look me straight in my eyes. He said, you don't feel sorry for the machine. Right? He said, if the machine, he said, you think this machine needed to let you go? You think the machine is going to feel some type of way about it? Right? No, the machine is going to cut you out, do what it has to do, and it's going to keep going. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel sorry for the machine. The machine is going to be all right. So you got to think about you. And that was one of the best advices I could have gone, and that was me leaving that company. So, you know, so back to your original question, like everyone needs to discover what that thing is. I think everyone has their own gift as to what they need to give back to the world. And the reason why I know I'm in the right path is I can do this, having this conversation. This is like the second conversation like this and where I'm speaking with some brothers and I'm giving like some insight that I've done today and it energizes me. 
Mm -hmm. I get excited talking about this. So I know I'm onto something. Like I know this is where I need to be. One of the things that, that I picked up out of not just you owning and working for yourself, but also what Joel is referring to in that uh, entrepreneurial employee and hold me, hold me accountable. If I'm saying it the right way, Joel, the, the thing that I'm getting out of it is there has, there is a need for more and certain people don't want to jump out and do their own thing because they have, they feel accountable to a job. Maybe it's a leader or their coworkers. They, they feel accountable to somebody. And I think what you did was you took that ownership back by saying, Hey, I feel accountable to, there's a lot of people that I feel accountable to that don't have this information. I need to give it to them. Right. And then you turn that into a certain type of passion and fulfillment, but also with your daughter, also with your family, also with those individuals that made sacrifices before you got there and said, you know what, I'm going to take all of that and I'm going to harness that energy and put forth this product, which I feel like is amazing to that employee that may say, Hey, you know what, let's say you are a trash person or a trash man. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some other things that you could possibly do. And I think that whatever it is, as long as you, to your point, Joe, if you feel accountable to a certain individual, use that and let that power you, let that catapult you to whatever you want to do or whatever you feel like is your more, because everybody has more, you know, going back to that, it's still your set, right? Everybody has a more. Okay. So, so you already know what I'm talking about. Big thanks to Alan for joining us today. To learn more about Alan and everything that he's up to, we linked all his information in the show notes. We value good conversations and good relationships, and this is one that we'll truly cherish. So why not reach out to him and tell him that you enjoyed the episode and what you enjoyed about the episode. And while you're at it, please share the podcast with your friends and your frenemies. Because whether it's news, entertainment, health, or wealth, everyone's dosing something. Come and get yours as we aspire to inspire until we expire. Till next time.